people. Welcome back to Dick Shay. This is Amy Oakley coming at you from Asheville. Welcome back. It's been a hot fucking second since I've been on the air. You know why? Because I've been enjoying holidays in the family. I've been enjoying my kids. Trying not to murder them. Maybe wrapping some Christmas presents. That's a lot of gray area in between those two things. Uh, but I'm living it. Living the dream. Uh, today, uh, maybe a little check-in. A little check-in about Amy Oakley. I fucked up my foot again. Maybe I haven't talked to you folks out there about my feet lately. Uh, but I've had a lot of surgeries. Um, I tend to exercise way too much and fuck them up. And um, I did it again. This time it wasn't exercising though. I was mimicking my child throwing a fucking tantrum. And in the process of, I fucked my foot up. Royally, I can't even fucking walk on it. I'm on a goddamn crutch. It's amazing. Uh, that's what we call natural consequences in the world of parenting. I'm fucking living it. <laughs> oh, big time. Um, other than that, life is great. I'm excited tonight. I have a guest on and we'll introduce in just a minute. And today the topic of conversation is called, is in all words called a lifetime of sex. Hang out for just one second. We'll be right back. Welcome back Dick Shaders. So a lifetime of sex. So let me think just a hot second about to when I was a kid and thinking about sex and what did I really know about it? I can remember my parents like sharing affection to one another. I don't ever remember my parents necessarily having sex, but I remember them kissing and hugging and enjoying each other. Um, but I don't know much more than that. Um, I do, I can say that I never walked in on my parents having sex. Uh, that's a true story. Um, not once happy about it. I think I did see my dad's uh, dick one time when he was peeing in the bathroom and I walked in and that was like a little bit of an unfortunate scene for me. But other than that, I don't think I ever saw it. Um, we're going to ask the same question to my guests that I have tonight. Um, here with me, I have Nick. Hi, Nick. Hello. Oh, deep voice. Tell that's, me more. That's as deep as it gets. It's as deep as it gets. I've heard you sing. It actually gets a little bit deeper. Uh, so tell us, Nick, in your memories of growing up in childhood, did you ever see your mom having sex? No, thank the Lord. Never? Never. What is the first memory you have? I don't of... think my mom has sex. No, I've still to this day. Since me, that was it. <laughs> you were... <laughs> Pretty you were it. You were like her immaculate conception moment, nothing... and that was it? What more? She, you know... Well, pretty sure. pretty sure. You've never, from a childhood, you don't ever remember anything sexualized about your parents. Like you never saw your mom's panties and thought, "Holy fuck, mom's got some hoard out panties." No, I would see her in the hallway with her giant mama boobs. I'd be like, "Oh god," you know. Yeah. She, she didn't care, but you know. Um, right. Yeah, in between shower. I I also don't care about that. So I'm gonna tell you. So my kids, <laughs> uh, I've got two kids, right? A seven and an eight year old. My kids have never seen me had sex before. Um, granted, well, that's it's, a good thing. It is, it's a great thing. Um, it's taken a lot of like, you know, chest type movements in order to make that happen for them not to run across me having sex. But I will tell you that I have had sex before I had someone else's kids walk in on me, which was oh, quite shit. the moment. So I was seeing this girl, which is Wait, is this a PG show? Uh, no, this is the explicit uh, motherfucker. The, uh, we clicked the button. Level here on uh, extra. Okay. Extra. extra. It's all extra. That's so I was hanging out with this girl, um, and it was weird that we were hanging out together because she was kind of like a good friends, ex-girlfriend, current girlfriend, lover, something, something, something. But anyway, so we started, here's how it really happened is one night 
we were hanging out uh, together in this hotel room and she could not keep her hand on my fucking pussy. And I was uh, maybe married, maybe not married. I don't even know what was happening. And then we randomly just fucked how much, that one. How much alcohol was involved? A lot. Like okay. cases. Cases okay. of alcohol. Sounds like Maybe involved. And so, but anyway, so from that random, ch- like, check-in or whatever, we just started hooking up. Just whenever. Because she was going through a divorce and I was going through a divorce. And it was like, oh, well, let's hook up randomly whenever we want to. And so this one time, I used to come over to her house. And, like, she had, like, her, um, she had her upstairs where she lived, which I was not allowed. Right, because I was like like the the extra girl who just came over and hung out, but only hung out to fuck and then left. And so I never really hung out up there, but just down in the basement, she had like an extra bedroom, and it was kind of like her laundry room, her beer fridge, like the fucking, you know, like the shot glass collection, like that kind of room. I guess like her like man cave, but her like lesbian cave. Oh, uh huh. What's that called? A lesbian cave. A lesbian. A les cave. A les cavern. <laughs> so anyway, so we were hanging out this one day. And she has me on the floor or whatever, and like she's she's eating my pussy, <laughs> wow. and we had music on, and I just remember like she was like, uh, and she stops and she makes a sound, and I look at her face, and she has this look of holy fuck on her face, and I lean backwards, you know, kind of arch my back and look up, and I see that her kid is in the fucking doorway. He had come downstairs and he caught us wow. fucking having sex, and I was like, oh my god so she reaches she grabs this towel and she runs upstairs or whatever and she comes back and she's like oh it's okay he's on so many medications or whatever it's not gonna matter he won't remember (laughs) a thing and i was thinking uh right he'll be like me fucking 43 (laughs) years old on the radio talking about some shit about how his mom had fucking sex with some a lot of sex right (laughs) in the bath in the basement while he was fucking asleep upstairs (laughs) it must be repressing something must be fucking repressing something i don't know (laughs) so that's the only time that I've ever had uh, kids wow. walk in on me. But it was tragic. Tragic enough. I didn't ever walk in on my mom, but I do remember, because she got divorced when I was two, so, um, and she she wasn't what you'd call uh, uh, having lots of boyfriends type mom. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't a hoe bag. Yeah, right, right. Hoe, yeah, she wasn't she a, hoe a hoe bag. bag. Yeah. So, uh, but she did have a boyfriend um, when I was younger, and I remember... I think this is where I get my love of country music. Oh. I remember her listening to one of them guys. Waylon? Probably Waylon. I do like Waylon the most, so that's probably what it was. Uh-huh. And they were kissing and hugging in the hallway. I don't think I was supposed to see it, but I did. Oh, so she hid it from you? That's real sweet. That's That actually leads me into my next topic. So I'm going to come back in just a moment oh, with yeah. Nick, and we're going to talk about the next little bit of something. Y'all hang tight. So talking about things that happen in front of kids so let's talk about boundaries just a little bit so what my main thing i have to say about kids having some is like what the fuck are we trying to hide from them what (laughs) are we trying to hide from them because i'm gonna tell you like they see it fucking everywhere on the cereal box on the goddamn coke commercial on the back of the bus wherever they see sex everywhere and i'm a big fan of like i don't want my kids to only understand a woman's body or where people are coming from with sex from what they get from media because that's bullshit that's not true like i'm a girl like i'm a, I'm a thick girl do you know what i mean and i got some bumps and some lumps and some pretty curves and all these things or whatever and i think my kids should be able to see that and understand that's what a woman's body is about i'm not into that remix thanks okay. but so <laughs> but so like i want them to know you know and like 
it's funny because sometimes mm-hmm. like if I'm walking around without my underwear or my bra on, like they're just staring at me, just, just like, oh my God, like mom doesn't have any clothes on. I'm like, what is wrong with you? And you know what they tell me is like my ex-wife, like she and her, her current wife now, like they never ever are naked in front of the kids. And I remember this now that they say it. I remember when I was with my ex and they were little, like I would always just get dressed in the room. Like again, I could just get dressed. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. I'm not putting on a show. I'm just getting fucking dressed. But she would always go hide in the bathroom when the kids were around and would never, ever let um, them see her naked. And so I just think that that's like a kind of a travesty. Like, how are they supposed to understand what a vagina looks like or what boobs look like if they've never seen one other than their little tiny baby nipples that they see in the fucking mirror? (laughs) You know? So I just don't understand um, what's what's going on with that. So uh, I guess... Oh, I can tell you. Yeah, so tell me about your experience. Like, who, like, what, like, so you grew up with just a mom, right, Nick? Yeah. So who, like... What was the first uh, cock that you ever saw, like, other than your own in the fucking mirror in your hand? Like, who did you see? I, I try my best not to stare at cocks. Well, no, but when you're a little, you're just staring because you're curious, not because you're a fucking guy. It's well, different. I know. It's like a dude code thing, you know? Uh, right. So you yeah. need a dude code when you're, like, four. Mm-hmm. I can <laughs> tell you, the first ones I saw terrified me because I realized mine wasn't nearly as big, and I was like, fuck, I don't want to see too many more, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I think I've seen enough, you know? Uh... But, like, I think it was my friends, um, when we were younger, we played, like, a game, like, two, like you know, eight, nine-year-old boys do, like, we would get a ball and throw each other's nuts, you know, and then if whoever, like, got hit in the nuts or something. Yes. If you got hit too many times in the nuts, you'd, like, pull on your pants and, you know, because there's the curiosity. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like a little kid's playing doctor, yeah. It was, like... Oh, well, that's a one-sided curiosity. <laughs> no, I used to do that with uh, some of my girlfriends. Like, we always, we played Barbies when we were kids, right? You know, I'm in my 40s. Like, Barbies were still hip in the 80s or whatever. That's what all the girls played. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the boys were doing. Apparently, they were throwing balls at each other's nuts. But, like, girls were playing Barbies. But that was totally it. It was like, <laughs> um, look at her, um, her no-split vagina. Look at her boobs or whatever. And it was all well, that. We used to play thing. fuck the boy and girl oh, Barbies together in the Barbie houses even. Oh. Like we were, like, I, I did we were that, but I didn't have it. the girl Barbies. I just had the chip dolls from, like, the California chip, you know, <laughs> highway chip guys. I was like, you know, I actually would have been better if I would have had some female dolls. Did they, like, get I it on the G.I. Joe's or what? Because I homo, homoerotic chips Without even knowing it, you know. I'm like, I need some female dollies here, you know. You did. You need some Barbies. I picked the blonde hair guy. Well, he kind of so, yeah, they have nothing. Right. So, so like when, so you were like around eight, nine or so when you were kind of exploring those things and trying to figure it out just a little bit Seems on a very like, base level, base level. Like maybe a little younger. That's why I think I was too. Like probably like first grade, second grade. Mm-hmm. My kids are like seven and eight, so I think that's probably probably pretty mm-hmm. on point because I would walk to my friend's house by myself. I didn't have to have a, like a escort or whatever down the street for like four or five houses. So that sounds about right. So, but here I am. Like yeah. so, here I am now, like a single mom of two girls um and i guess my question is like what's the right age to talk to these girls about like the birds and the bees if you will when do you start talking to kids about that i have no idea zero ideas why do you have zero ideas you got no opinions uh you got no kids in your life well yeah there's yeah no kids in my life um but i think that in general they know way more than you think they do way extra yeah yeah. Extra, extra more I think a lot of it is they think they know, and they don't know the, <laughs> what you'd call the dirty knowledge, you know? the uh, 
Right. Like they got some ba- so that's what I told my kids. Like they kept saying that babies come from your stomach. The carnal knowledge. They kept saying it over and over again and and saying it in a way because like so their foster sister who's just a mere teenager, she's eighteen herself, just had mm-hmm. a baby. And through this process, they're like, oh, I want to have a baby when I'm young. And I'm like, girl, you're too married and have a job and be 30. And they're like, oh, no, um, such and such. She's had one. She's 18. And I was like, here, I was like, do you know how babies come from? And she's like, oh, they come from your belly. I was like, do you know how they come out of your belly? And they were like, no. And I was like, I was like, I, I didn't give them the whole like sperm and egg story or whatever. But what I said, I was like, you have eggs inside your body. I was like, and the egg gets a seed and it turns into a baby. I was like, and it doesn't grow inside your belly. That's where you, that's where you store food. I was like, it grows outside your belly and it's squishes your stomach and it squishes your lungs and it squishes your bladder and all your body parts together as it grows inside of you and then when it grows inside of you there comes a time where you have a choice and the choice is either they're going to take a knife and they're going to cut all the way up vertically up your stomach all your muscles in half vertical i've seen this uh, whatever Whatever, horizontal. Fuck you. Don't ruin my kid's story. It does. (laughs) Healing makes it good. Anyway, they're going to slice your stomach open and they're going to either take that baby out of you or you're going to push it out of your vagina. And I was like, and I was telling them, I was telling them about the cervix and how small it is. I was like, normally a cervix can't even fit, whatever my cervix, normally your cervix can't even uh, fit a pinhole through it. I was like, but imagine it gets so big and you have to squeeze a whole baby out of your vagina and they looked at me they were like it was terror tactics it was total absolute warfare on babies and you know what i scared the shit out of them they were like i "I don't want to have a baby i was like you should adopt a baby like mommy did you absolutely should i know at least they're waiting until 21 if they adopt a baby global warming (laughs) chat and i'll be done for done for <laughs> your babies will live in a planet that... <laughs> done for so let me i'm going to ask you a little um i did a little research let me what do you think is the average age for young girls when they start masturbating for young girl young girls what age do they start masturbating oh my god that's not even something i wanted to Take consider guess. is there a stat on this oh yeah is, there's oh, a stats. Wow. i looked them up i mean i researched well, I did mean, my homework I mean, I can't remember when I started playing with my pee-pee. Uh, Talking about girls. Yeah. Home slice. Well, I mean, I would think it'd be the same. Bra. It's right there, right? <laughs> I mean, right. So what's your guess? It is very close, girls and boys. Four. F- uh, false. <laughs> false. Uh, girls started, like, really masturbating so this was at age 13, and boys more like 12. Oh. These are the stats. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think that I get where you're coming from there because I do know from child development stuff that kids do start playing with themselves earlier to explore. But really, that's more about hey, this is another part of my body, not really for like sexual purposes. Yeah, for sexual purposes. Yeah, it's a little bit older. So, what do you think? The follow-up question to that That is. Seems a little late. Well, I thought so too. I thought it was probably more like nine or ten. And I think for me, I was sexually abused, so like mine was really much younger, probably like seven or eight. Um, but I don't I know that every kid was like. Earlier. I couldn't <laughs> wait to get on that pillow. You're like, oh, let's hump it, baby. How <laughs> bad? So, what do you think, though? So, the next question is like, what do you think is the average, on average, on average, in, in America, no other country, in America, what's the average age for kids uh, losing their virginity? The average age. Average, yeah, just kind of average. Shot in the dark age of 15. like fifteen. Oh man, you're under you're undercutting these kids. Seventeen, actually, seventeen point really? one is the average for both girls and boys. It's the same oh, wow. age. Boys actually average uh, sixteen point nine, and girls seventeen point two. 
for whatever that's worth. It's all the same. I feel better about myself already. We should have known this so much or longer ago. I know. I lost my virginity when I was, I was like 17 and a half. That's kind of like right on the motherfucking money for me. Yeah. Um, or at least when I, right, when I like lost, lost my virginity. Yeah. So, uh, I will say the one country that beats the odds out there, the one country that Sweden. does hit 15. You're so fucking close. It's Iceland. Iceland. Well, that's that's exactly that's what I said. It's so cold. There's nothing else to do. That that's why kids in Iceland lose their virginity so early because there's nothing else to do but let's fucking scrub. Plus, they're hanging out in those huts, uh, hot, huts hot, and... volcano tubs. You know. Yeah. Just God, they're just like ready to fucking too. fuck when they're 15. 15. <laughs> those kids are fucking. I can't even imagine at 15. I mean, I guess I could. I guess I was 15. What, what age were you? I was like in ninth grade at 15. This would be a perfect time to put oh. the Iceland girl song in here. That Iceland girls song. Royals, Royals. Is that like a Bjork song? That, that's yeah, not, she's uh, not Iceland. That's a girl from the fucking UK. Royals. No, false. Wrong. Oh, really? Fact check. It. Wrong. I'm going to fact check some Bjork. We're going to be, we're going to fact not check Bjork, this shit. Bjork, we are yeah. going to fact check this shit. We, we will Royals, be right back. You know, I know. Girl from UK. Royals. Know, she's from Iceland. Royals. Fact check it. We'll be right back. <laughs> I've never seen a diamond in the flesh. I cut my teeth on wedding rings in the movies And I'm not proud of my address In a torn up town, no postcode So for those of you at home this evening, so you know, Nick is, uh, he's multitasking here Nick is a puzzle master, he calls himself the Zen master Puzzle Master, and he's working out a Cinderella 500-piece jigsaw puzzle started hey, by my children. You gotta take whatever puzzle you can get. Here, here, you got, you got to. You gotta take it where you can get it. <laughs> Cinderella's calling your name, Colin. So here's the real nitty-gritty. I'm gonna answer this question first, and then I'm gonna let you answer it. Okay. But the question is like tried and true. Like, what is your actual like losing your virginity story? What is the nitty-gritty? And I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell mine first. I'm gonna break the ice for you. Okay. Because it's um, something special. So I, uh, when I was younger, now so some of you dictators out there, you might have heard bits and pieces of this about this before, and I'm just gonna just go all the way. I'm not gonna hold anything back. Let's go around. So when I was younger, um, I had an affinity for my brother's friends, and there's just nothing I could do about it. And I, I, I realize now maybe I had like a, some kind of fucked up draw to but them this or was whatever. 17. Yeah, seventeen. So I was working at this print shop, um, and I was. I wasn't printing t-shirts, but I was printing what they called transfers. And then other people would take the transfers and put them on the t-shirts or the bags or the jackets or whatever. And so I worked in the back with this guy and his name was Johnny. Oh boy. Oh, Johnny. Johnny. Oh my God. You have to say Johnny. it like baby and dirty dancing. Nobody Johnny. puts baby Johnny. in the back with Johnny. Ah, I was in the corner <laughs> with Johnny. And so we used to do these like transfers all the time. They were like for different like military corps groups. I don't know, like different units of the fucking Marine Corps or whatever fucking call them. <laughs> Anyway, so there's shit all the time. And so, but anyway, but so what it ended up being was like, he was cute. He was this uh, boy with like long blonde hair and blue eyes from Florida. And, a surfer. Yep. He was, it's exactly right. He was a surfer and a painter and I, he didn't have any connection with anybody in town. I just enjoyed like talking to him. So we would talk for hours because it was just me and him in the back of this fucking warehouse sweating, like making these fucking screen print things together. And so... I ended up, I just ended up falling for him. And I could tell for like a really long time he didn't want to hook up with me. And I think it was out of respect for my brother or whatever. But you know what? The power of the pussy is a powerful <laughs> fucking machine. 
And so what yes, happened? It is, it is a pound of sugar. And so what happened one night is we were drinking. We used to drink horrible fucking alcohol because we would drink like we had to find somebody with a fake ID to buy it for us. Actually, Johnny was twenty one. He would buy it often, but still, like we didn't have any money, so we would drink like fucking Mickey's malt liquor and OE oh, yeah. and Four like bottles of booze on a Friday night. Uh, right, right, right. Well, not even that. Just like worse than that. Like the most alcohol content you could possibly buy for the most least uh, amount of money. Like Old English, four days. Yes. Mad dog, or whatever it was. So, so I remember getting super drunk one night, and uh, my mom worked third shift, so she wasn't <laughs> home, and just being so drunk and like making out with him, and we were like, yeah, let's do it, let's do it, and like I acted like I wasn't fucking seventeen, like I had fucked a thousand guys, right? Like so that was my whole like shtick. I was like, oh, I got this, it's so good. And like I remember going into my room <laughs> in high school, and I had two twin beds, and laying on the the twin bed and making out, and I let him fuck me without a condom. I let him fucking get oh, 17, wow. this wow. fucking 21 year old guy or whatever. And so we did it and I'm, I don't remember hardly anything about it cause I was so drunk. Right. Like I just remember like, I don't know if he, I don't know if he came inside of me. I don't know. I have no fucking idea what no, he did. I don't even know. I don't even know. Uh, and then, but what I do remember is like, just kind of being stunned. Like, Oh my God, did that just happen? And him getting up and going to my bath. Cause I, um, I had a bathroom right next to my bed. Him going in the bathroom and be like, Oh my God. And looking down, and like his whole fucking his balls and his cock were totally covered in blood. He totally oh, busted, Jesus, really? busted my hymen, right? Oh wow! And like I stood up and I looked on the bed, and it was completely soaked with blood all the way through. And I was like, "That's oh. really a thing to that." Yeah, degree? and I was like, "Holy fuck!" And he's like, "Oh my god!" And I totally lied. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was just starting my period. <laughs> I, wonder, totally, I, wonder, I totally but, lied about oh it because I didn't God. want him to know that I was a virgin, that he'd take me in virginity because I was like so, wow. it was like, I was like weirdly, I was like weirdly in like, I can't say in love, but like in infatuation with him, right? So I didn't want to like Let change it, but I also like wanted to be so cool or whatever because I was so much younger <laughs> than him, right? I was like four years younger than him. I was like, oh my God. So anyway, wow. that's the, uh, that I is the, the grand story. Well, no, so here's, so here's the other thing is like, a few months later, maybe like four or five months later, uh, I worked at um, I worked at Subway with my brother, and we used to smoke weed in the back every single night, like after we closed or whatever. I knew and people, got a job people, at people would come and party with us at Subway or whatever. So I remember sitting on the cabinet one night, and he came up to me, and he was like, he came. It was so bizarre because we had not. Like after that happened, like he never talked to me again, and I was like, "Great, this is exactly oh, the first, that's how it goes, yeah, the losing virginity story that I always wanted." It's like he never talks to me again. So I, mean, I hadn't really seen him, and I'm sitting on the counter, like super high, you know, zoned out, and he comes and he stands at hit like I'm sitting on the counter, and he comes and stands in between my legs or whatever, and he like reaches up and he puts his arms around me, he looks me in the eyes, and I don't know what he's gonna say. I was just like, "Oh, this is interesting." And he was like, he asked me, he says, uh, "Did you give me an STD?" And I was like. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I'll immediately, all I could think was, Jesus Christ. Oh I have God. to get fucking tested right now because That's what it. fucking shit did you put inside my pussy? And yeah. I was just thinking, but I couldn't even say it. Wow. Like, what I really wanted to be like, well, no, motherfucker, because I was a virgin. I didn't give you a fucking you kept STD the cor- you on kept the cover story. I did. I kept the cover story the whole time. The whole wow. time, because I am just a hardcore bitch like that. That is my, uh, that is the complete and total <laughs> losing my virginity to a uh, piece of shit. Keeping the illusion alive. Story. Yeah, the story goes on from there. I think you keep going on about it. That's I was just like that's like the first wow. and second chapter wow. really. But uh or maybe I'll stop there. Uh and let's hear it with Nick. Let's hear. Tell us your losing your virginity story. Cannot be as shitty as that one was. It's <laughs> impossible. <laughs> uh well no, it's not it's not it's not anywhere near as shitty as that, but uh 
It does have nefarious elements. Oh, man, let's hear it. Nefarious. Nefarious. It's what a, song is that from? One nefarious. One of my favorite new words. Uh, yeah, so uh, my first uh, time was with my uh, college roommate's girlfriend. Oh, strong work, buddy. Yeah. How yeah. old were you? Uh, it was my sophomore year, so I guess I'm outside of the statistical range there. Yeah, was that I must 19, have been 18, 19, 18, 19? But I thought I was extremely late in the game. I think we'll be a sophomore in college is extremely late, I think. Well, At least not age-wise. Age. No. I, it does seem, it did seem like that, but I mean, when you say 17, you know, I don't know. Anyway, you're in college. Right, yeah, so... Um, she would always sit on his lap while he played on his computer. This was like back when computers were just like coming out. And she would just like <laughs> stare whoa, 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 at me. stop. Hold <laughs> up. Just when computers were coming out. Let's talk more about that. How old are yeah. you? Uh, or when the internet oh. was coming out. Oh, oh, it's your birthday today. Happy yeah. birthday, Dick. <laughs> Happy birthday. How old are you? I am... 103. 103. Wow. Yes. Yeah, that's amazing. Well. That's amazing. You're amazing. Well, like amazing for 103. Thank and you. so, um, so like we were just dealing with like DOS and green screens at this point in time in college, or like no, this know? was like the first apples. Oh, it's like AOL. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> like mails, uh, like email. Yeah. Like people would send around an email list. I still list. have my original Hotmail account. This guy still would sit it. there and read like a hundred jokes in a row off an email server thing, and we would both be like rolling our eyes at each other, like Will this fucking guy ever shut up. Oh, and she was his, and she was his girlfriend. Yeah, she would sit on his lap, facing me, and while he read these things off, and we give each other eye rolls. Did she No, she no. did it. No, she actually did it. <laughs> oh, you mean before? Oh, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah. Was she fucking with so, you? Uh, she, well, yeah, she and then, you know, life. there was, we we would uh, go to, uh, you know, eat um, all at the cafeteria together. And she all, would, I thought you were going to say at the olive And she would like rubber, really rubber, rubber, rubber foot on, you know, my uh, She wanted you, she wanted you bad. Yeah, so. Uh, so you went for it. So one Halloween, he went home to the cornfields of Iowa, and we didn't. Oh, so, Iowa. Uh, yeah, we got it out. We uh, she called me down to so check out her oh, yeah, cat yeah. to check on her cat costume, uh, which worked good she, for me. She must have been a dirty kitty. I don't think I've ever had such a hard penis as that night. Mm, first really, time. Really, yeah, it was really really hard that night. <laughs> I was like, I, could, I, I, I remember. Like a joke right no, I, <laughs> well, I remember because I was sitting on the couch and I was just like. And I was sweating profusely, and I was just like, I don't, I can't really stand up because she's gonna, there's, no, there's absolutely no way to hide this level of, this you know, this level of like, erection. Yeah, and I was like, I don't, I don't really know what to do here. Like, I was just, so I was just stuck on this couch forever, just like watching her dance around in a little cat costume. And eventually, I was like, well, I can't, I can't take anymore. So how'd it go? Did you take the first step or did she? Yeah, I said, little, little dance, little kiss couldn't hurt, and she said, I think you're right. So then we went up to. Mm-hmm. To my room, and uh, put on Fleetwood Mac, the best of. Oh, I love Fleetwood Mac, the best of album. I fucked to that so many times. It's yeah, fantastic. that was a good album. Yeah, I think and Clinton that's... used it to get elected, and then everybody else just jumped on board. Yeah, yeah. just like Monica jumped right on board. <laughs> so we wrote it. We wrote it. So, but like, how weird was it for you? Like your first time? Did you have any kind of like super weird? Did you ever think? Were you like, oh my god, this is my roommate's girl? 
Oh, yeah. Well... Like, while you were doing it or afterwards? Well, uh, no, I think before I knew, I was like, this is a detrimental decision here, potentially. Yeah, you were like, most I'm likely. Might get kicked out of my house. I was like, uh, yeah, more than likely I will not be sleeping in this room much more, you know? <laughs> uh, but you're like, fuck it, I've been waiting so long. Yeah. And then, I mean, she was worth it. She was worth it. Even though it was so how weird long, How long do you think you lasted? Girlfriend. Your first fuck. How long did you last? Ah. I don't know. The whole thing lasted. I imagine a, all guys last five seconds. Like an hour or two. An hour or two before you came? No, no I think I came quick and then she's like, well, we need more than that. You know, and I was That's like, I agree. Your own heart. I <laughs> yeah, I remember, you know, the first time I was just like, I, you know, I was like, uh, I couldn't find the hole, you know, and I was just like, I was like, I don't think it's down here. I think there's something wrong. And she's like, there's nothing wrong. You just don't have the right one. <laughs> And she um, helped me. So, how often do you hear that? So you nice. just don't have the right one. <laughs> wrong hole. Wrong hole. Wrong hole. Damn. So, so what happened afterwards? I got to hear the like the tail end of the story. Did she give me a blowjob after that? This for how many times? Like after you came again, or yeah, same night? So you came three times. I don't remember. Oh, just a lot of times. No, but what I mean, mm-hmm. like that. I mean, that's great and awesome, cool. Yeah. Um, I did. I sucked my first cock when I was before. No, after I lost my virginity, but before I knew what I was doing, I probably sucked like five cocks and used all kinds of teeth and like it was a real bad fucking scene before anyone ever like gave me an actual. Lesson. I don't know how many people she'd been with, but she knew what she was doing. Well, she was a sophomore in college. She definitely knew what she was doing. That's true. Um, but so from Kansas. So. <laughs> from Kansas. Uh, deep photos in Kansas. So what? Tell me about uh, how did it fall out with your roommate? That's what I really mean. What was the end game? Oh, I forgot to tell you the reason why I decided. So you should fuck him over and fuck yeah. this girl. It's because I always put my kind of got a little OCD, you know, or at least like I like things in certain places of the things that I do care about, which is not everything, you know. But are you, are you gonna fuck your downstairs roommate's girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> I need to hear. So <laughs> my towel was not where I put it, mm. and I'm not the only person who put a towel all scrunched up, you know. And I looked on his side, and he didn't have a towel, and I was just like, that motherfucker used my towel. Gross. And I was like, you know, Especially I'm gonna college, fuck your gross. girlfriend, you dirtball. <laughs> So, lesson to the wise. Don't ever use a towel unless well, you have a And speaking of that, we're going to stop this great virginity story yeah. <laughs> segment. And we'll be right back, Dick Shaders. Hold tight. So all these great stories about being young and touching your penis for the first time, touching a pussy for the first time. So I guess my question is, like, as we're rounding out this conversation is when is when uh, when we as adults, uh, when do you stop having sex or when do you stop having the desire? Like, when does that happen for people? I've as a woman, what I've heard and you know what, I haven't had a lot of women tell me this, but I've had a lot of men tell me this, that after I go through menopause, I'm never going to want to have sex again, that my pussy will dry (laughs) up like the fucking Mojave, 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 how do you say that? Mojave Desert, Mm -hmm. and that I'll never want to have a man touch me again. And what I got to say is this girl has got a little bit of a sexual press or whatever, and it is scary, A, because I derive so much pleasure from it, like, even if it's just solo myself, I derive so much pleasure from it. I can't even imagine not, not. 
I don't know. I, I've always thought in my mind, like, I would be the dirty old lady at the retirement community who's, like, mm-hmm. 75, like, trying to let guys, like, fucking scrotums who come to, like, change out my dishwasher, like, I, I think it's safe to keep or something. Yeah. Why? Yeah, why would I not? Because my grandma, who died when she was 93. Grandma? You know, I think she told my mom this, this in, like, the mid-80s. She's all, let me tell you what. Because she was in the old folks mm-hmm. home at that point. Tell my grandma. She's all, let me tell you what. I Viagra. That's the devil's drug. <laughs> because all them old people were fucking. Uh, I got they Viagra. Were. I got it in one hand. Should I say that? Populations of people who get STDs is old, old people. Oh, because they don't believe in condoms. They don't give a shit. No, oh, and they also don't give a shit. They're like, I'm gonna die anyway. Now, who cares if I die from fucking herpes or I die from fucking heart syphilis? Attacks doing it, but. Oh, I think they do. That's a it's statistic. A That's a statistic to look up for maybe oh. my next show. It's like how many people die having it's a good sex. Way to go. And I don't, yeah, different ways of dying having sex. Like, maybe you die having sex because you are choking yourself out. Well, that's, that's different than that's like an old person. Yeah, asphyxiation is different. <laughs> um, so, so here's the other question is like, when do you lose the ability? Because I think that's different for men and women. And I don't, and I don't know the difference. Like, so I've dated men that are closer to 50 that don't have so much of a problem. And I've dated guys closer to 30 that have like a big problem. So I don't know, like, oh. uh, for men, is it all individual? Or is there a point, like, menopause, that guys hit a certain degree and they're, like, just dunzo or what? What do you know about that? Uh, I don't know. I think I think it's waned a little bit for me going into my hundreds. Into your hundreds. You know, but... Uh, well, it's kind of my next question is, so, like, well... So, so you don't know of anything. Guys don't have like a menopause, not necessarily. I don't think so. Because well, if guys had no. menopause, it would be at eighteen. Is what I understand. It's like you can jack it five times a day, every day until you hit like in your early twenties. At which point, like it flips the switch for guys. This is this is what I hear. Is this true or no? Not true. Well, I think, um, I think it's, I think it's more, um, there's more to the equation than you think. Oh, you know? well, I want to know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, about I it. think somewhere, for me, maybe I'm not every, like every other guy, but for me in the mid-30s, um, it shifted from just being a pure sexual thing to thinking about how that's how families get made, you know what I mean? And in your late 30s, especially, there's if you haven't had kids yet, there's much more of a drive for that. It's like an innate drive somewhere deep to down. To sow your seed. Yeah. And I think as you reach the age where you could still do that, you can have a kid in your 70, but like the realistically of wanting to have one that's going to tear your life down, you know, mm-hmm. is like, uh, I think it, I think it's a, something that is subconsciously comes into the play, you know, mm-hmm. like, and plus that you've whacked off so many times and come so many times, you're like, wow, how does it keep coming? You know, it's not like eggs I, that you're born with, you know. Well, you want to hear a secret about me? So I, um, so I recently have um, started uh, masturbating in the shower again, which I used to do all the time when I was with my ex-wife. Like I would do it every day when I woke up. Oh, yeah. It was not. It was like I, you know, in the shower they have like the stream of water or whatever, and you hit yourself and you hit it hard, and like you can come like I, I imagine it's like it would be like a thirteen-year-old boy, like one, two, three, done. Like it's like that, oh, okay. except now it's very different because and it kind of goes. Pulsing. Right. Well, it kind of, not only the pulsation, but like, I just like this hard, hard, steady stream. But what's different about it is like now it's like, 
I can't just have a hard study scream and get off. That's not enough. Like oh. I have to be thinking in my head. And yeah. like and it used to be that I could think about a fantasy or something. It's not. Now I always end up thinking about the partner that I'm with when I'm doing it. But what's crazy, which is real different that I've never had before, is like I. This is like uh, pinkies. I mean, I don't even know what pinky swearing because we're like fucking on the air and nobody knows who the fuck we are. <laughs> but like I have been fucking. Um, <laughs> this is so embarrassing. I'm like fucking squirting. I'm squirting, oh, squirting in the shower with this fucking scream. I have never in my whole life. Oh, wow. I've like once or twice ever, just recently though, like in the past so like couple of years. Episode, I wonder, do all women capable of squirting? I think so. I used to think no. But like now I think mm-hmm. in this one, and like I know it's happening because I feel like I'm going to pee. But I'm in the shower, so I don't care. Usually, like, I felt this way before, but I'm in the bed, and I'm like, I'm not going to do it because I'm not going to fucking pee in the bed, you know? But, like, when I'm in the shower, it's like, who fucking cares? And I realize, oh, I'm, I'm not peeing, you know? It was the, uh, it's very different. Uh, I, uh, I was hanging out with a, 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 a pot farmer's daughter in, in college. A pot farmer's daughter. And she used um, the lure of a potential squirter on me to... Uh, she used that as a lure? To seal the I gotta deal. tell you. Yeah. As a woman, if they're telling me you're a squirter, I don't even want any part of it. I mean, like, I do. Like, I mean, that's cool. But I'm like, no. Oh, really? Like, oh, no. Like, I've been with so many women and oh. and trans people that have squirted or whatever. It's, like, almost different with a guy because it's, it's a small amount. And it's usually isolated. When it's a woman, it's, like, it's a flood. The floodgate's fucking open. I used to date this person that, like, it's would... The drowning hazard. Well, I used to date this person who would... Um, who would squirt so much like it was like we had to put down towels and stuff because it was like just so much oh, wow. and like it didn't taste bad it was great and like I had like there's like mm. this bit of like uh, pride and amazing amazement about it or whatever but it was also just like kind of like a pain in the ass like fuck here we go again you know what would be the the, the, the you know the reason in nature for that I wonder for it to happen I don't know why do you come out of your fucking cock <laughs> times right exactly for the good times that's what i say so i just think it's like a different uh, set of muscles like right so either like some women or uh maybe some you know um trans people that have like biological woman parts or whatever can make it happen and like you don't you can't even really i think you could control it if you wanted to but my question is why would you want to because it feels so fucking good when it happens do you know what i mean um I but it's know. you don't know well it's kind of like um maybe it's like having your cock sucked or whatever like may feel good or whatever, but doesn't it feel so much better if you could come in their mouth? Um, yes. Exactly. That's it. That's the comparison. That's it. Oh. Same Z's. Oh, that's interesting. Same Z. Like it all feels good, but wouldn't it feel better if? Oh, it's more of a yeah. moment, moment. Yeah, it's like it's coming, basically. Oh. Yeah, it, but it's interesting because, um, and so <laughs> this is so kind of embarrassing but so at this point in the shower like i can do it over and over again like I, over in the shower yeah. you don't have to worry yeah because i don't have to, to worry it. and like yeah. i could just make it go over and over again and like sometimes it's so funny it's like i could just be sitting there and like i can have a i can have my forefront conversation with myself where like i'm thinking of my fantasy and i'm doing it over and over mm-hmm. and then i have a secondary conversation with myself i'm like damn bitch look at you go <laughs> <laughs> over See, and over I, again like it's really I, I it's think, incredible like i think to me personally um people who can come in the shower i mean dudes who can come in the shower you know i say kudos because you know personally i have to have a lubricant which always turned out to be shampoo you know uh no conditioner huh just shampoo um well yeah conditioner yeah is but that, that why you have like, that extra large bottle of conditioner if, if in your you, shower uh, <laughs> no, no, I actually use, use it for my hair. It's a uh, forty percent extra, you know. Extra. The, uh, the big bomb. Uh, 
But it would take me so long that I would get the shampoo would start like bothering me before I would get anywhere. Oh, you get skin irritant. Yeah. Oh. I mean, even if I tried a two-handed technique, you know. Bummer. And then there's the your whole body arching thing with the slippery floor. You know, I like, no, yeah. I lots of times will get cramps in my thighs and like feel it the next day. Like, do you never ever been wow. down in weed where your hamstrings the next day and you're like, oh my god, it hurts so bad from oh, weeding. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. I get down the front side from yeah. masturbating in the shower. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. It's special. Yeah. It's special. So, but so really, so all of that to be said. Uh, so tell me about like, so your frequency now having sex now that you're in your forties or your one hundred and threes versus in your eighteen to twenties. Like, what's mm-hmm. what's what's the big picture? What does that look like? How's it how's it different on frequency or like how's it different on um, intention or joy? Maybe like what's the difference? Um. Well, lately I'm getting more sex than I ever needed, almost. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's a little bit of the, um, I don't know, been there, done that. It's not that unusual of a thing, you know. It's more about the personal connection for me. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, you know, I mean, with porn, like... Uh, they're not going to look you in your eyes and you were having sex to the porn. Yeah. Well, porn is way different than live because, um, you know, the, the noises and the visuals are much different, you know, and that's the things that tend to work with the porn so well. So when they're not there, it's different, you know. Hmm. So do you like a lot of sound when you have sex? Uh, no. It's more about uh, the... Uh, I don't know, something about porn, like, you don't want to watch the same porn more than like two or three times usually, right? Like, well, if you come on my show again, we'll have the, the we'll have the great porn question, because there is a great porn question, but I'm not going to break it to you tonight, because okay, it's completely yeah, off topic, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and I can't possibly like answer that question again. Oh, it's a big teaser. So, like, for me, I'll tell you, like, what's different is, like, when I was 18, 19, 20, like... I could have sex with anybody and it didn't matter. A, like, I didn't even pretend to think that it had any kind of meaning to it. It really didn't. It really didn't. Like, it was just about the, it, it was about, for me, it was like about gaining experience. Like, I wanted to know what it was like to uh-huh. touch that pussy, what it was like for that cock, what it, I wanted to try to, you know, put that in my mouth and, like, see what was going to happen or whatever. And it was all about, like, uh, gaining, this sounds horrible, like, scientific information or whatever. Just, like, trying to gather together I what my theory been. about sex was going to be would have been that way for me if uh if i'd have been you know uh better in my 20s and oh. all that. well it wasn't great i wasn't i just was a how <laughs> i guess well i, I didn't know. learn how to I had be poor a, boundaries you know, when I was master young. don juan artist oh, until my right. late 30s so <laughs> if i knew those things when i was trying yeah. to be a different world yeah you know i'll tell you like i never did until almost my after i after it was after i split with my wife she used to tell me all the time, she'd be like, um, I like having sex with you. Because we had sex, um, we were together for like nine years, and we always had sex. We never stopped having sex. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was great all the time. I mean, I got her off, she got me off. Like We yeah. did all kinds of nasty, gross things together. It was super fun. But we never looked each other in the face the whole time, ever. Never and she used, Never. And she always used to tell well, me, she was like, I, I hate having sex with you because it's so, you're, you might as well be having sex with a fucking couch. <laughs> Or a fucking whatever, wow. a sex doll, because wow. like you have zero 
affection or intimacy with me. And like, I never really, and I always thought that was mm. kind of bullshit. And, and, and when I would try to look at her in the eyes, like I couldn't, I had to close them because it was like too much for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I typically look in the eyes that much. I, I don't know about all that. Yeah. Well, I'm usually looking at the tits. <laughs> most guys are looking at the tits. But, uh, she, <laughs> <laughs> but so, yeah. So, but so it's just, you know, it's different. Um, it's different. I try to look in the, in the eyes now. I really do because I feel like um, that's like the one thing I learned from her. I, I learned a lot of lessons from her. Don't get me wrong, but the one the one sexual lesson I learned from her was that um, even if you don't mean it, like that that intimacy means a lot to other people, and so sometimes you have to show it even if you don't if you're not feeling it. It's it's kind of like um, this sounds stupid to say, and I don't mean this to sound like really crass, but it's almost like that um, you know smiling if you're not happy don't make you feel happy do you know what I mean it's just kind of like um if you want to have a moment make the best of it I, I, I don't know it's it's like an interesting lesson that I learned from her and what I do know about it is I definitely when I look people in the eyes now like it does feel it does feel different like I don't have the same reactions like sometimes I used to want to hide or cry when I did that and I don't feel that way anymore mm-hmm. so I definitely have learned something through it and I think like my fucking thousands and thousands of dollars in therapy it probably has something to do with I've that learned that women don't like it when you want to take a shower right after you Oh, really? Maybe because I think yeah. that when you want to take a shower right after you fuck them, that there's something wrong with their bodies or like they smell or you can't I know. I never, I never put that together. I just never wanted to be mm. stuck in the goo. Stuck in the goo. Mm. Some that's, people like that's to roll. That's what happens when some, I masturbate. I don't sit and roll people, on it either. I just get it some over. Some people like to roll around in the goo. <laughs> no stuff with with all day long. Right, and um, on that note, we will be back in just a moment. Hold tight, dick shaders. <laughs> So, everybody, we're back, and we've come to the end of this evening. We've definitely talked about a lifetime of sex, Nick. Nick, we've talked about being itty-bitty kids, and what we saw with our parents and teens, and now as adults. We've really hit the gamut. I feel like we just scratched the surface. We just scratched the surface, baby. Just, just started, the surface. We just started getting the petting going. <laughs> well, this has been amazing. I appreciate you so much coming on my show. I love nothing it's been more a than pleasure. Ta- your studio is just so amazing. Amazing. Yeah. It looks like a lot like my dining room table. It's amazing. The views it are is amazing. Amazing. Oh, thank you. The so puzzle is very <laughs> puzzling. Very nice. <laughs> puzzle is very puzzling. Uh, so, uh, Dick Shaders, thank you so much for joining me. If you want to talk to me on the air. You want to ask a question? I would love to take viewer viewer questions. If you weigh the fuck into that, uh, email me at dickshade828 at gmail.com and I'll be happy to talk to you. This has been Amy Oakley and my wonderful friend Nick. Say goodbye, Nick. Goodbye. Goodbye. Peace and love, bitches. Ow.